Coming up on this episode of Nintendo Cartridge Society, we learn by failing. It's dangerous to go alone, so the Nintendo Cartridge Society goes with you. Welcome to Nintendo Cartridge Society. My name is Patrick Ellers. I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Mark Mitchell. Mark, how are you? I'm feeling great. Duh. I've been watching a lot of Murder, She Wrote. Wait, oh. why were you so surprised? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> you were like, Dracula, blah! <laughs> blah! That's, that's Dracula only when he's surprised. <laughs> do, wait, do I, do I look like I'm not doing great? Um, n- no. I don't know why I reacted that way. You know, I had a boss once who, uh, like... Just one day took me into his office and was like, you look like really bad. Are you okay? What was going on? Nothing. I was, I was doing fine. Maybe I hadn't had a haircut in a while. I don't know. Had you maybe been like up late the night? Did you have like a show the night before? No, no, no. Like, no I'm sorry. I should say like, he wasn't like, it wasn't like I came in a particularly disheveled one day. Like he was, he was worried about me because he felt like for a sustained period of time. Oh, I see. I had looked not my best. <laughs> and here's the thing: as far as I knew, might have been true. <laughs> I was doing great. <laughs> yeah. But like, you know, people see things that you don't always see. Absolutely, you can be in a funk and not necessarily realize it. Look, we're all depressed like seventy percent of the time, right? Is that just me? <laughs> so, like. If I say I'm doing, I can't remember what I said. I'm doing great. Great. I I'm think doing, you said great. Yeah. yeah. And you go like, uh, you know. It immediately sets off for you. What does Patrick know about me that I don't know about but myself? But that's fine. Like in, in a way that like, yes, I want to learn. Maybe I'm not doing as well as I thought I was doing. How can I improve? I, you seem fairly self-aware to me. I think you know when you're not doing well, right? I, yes. But that's also something that comes with age, I think. You know yourself a little better. Absolutely. We're like uh, the Oracle in the Matrix movies. Absolutely. Always pointing to the plaque above our door that says, know thyself in Latin. Which I can't remember what it is. You got- and you're pointing to it right now. I am. I'm pointing to it, but I refuse to look at it. Yeah. Uh, and I suppose you do as well. I'll talk about Murder, She Wrote some other time. Great. If you would like to borrow my copy of Sonic Forces, you can. Look, I have this game on Switch. I have the cart. I have the box that it came in. Got a weird little piece of paper that I put in there. If you would like to borrow these things from me and do with them as you please, all you got to do is email us at Nintendo Cartridge Society at gmail.com. What do we need to have in that email? Just your mailing address. Just your mailing address. If you want to add a little like note, a little like, hey, thanks for the show. Why you want to borrow it? You don't, you know, just then I realized I was asking people to thank me. <laughs> and that's, that was not my intent. Do not thank me in these emails. <laughs> you, you do whatever you deem appropriate, but do not thank me. Another thing you can do with that email address is you can submit a question for our 250-ish episode spectacular. That's right. On May 9th, we're going to be releasing an episode that's about our 250th episode. Right. Where we answer your questions. But the only way that works is if you, se- if you send in a question. Right. And look, these questions, uh, they can be about anything right you just got to email us nintendo cartridge society at, at gmail.com. gmail.com and i don't want anyone out there trying to stump us 
with like a weird math problem. Well, here's a th- here's a little peek behind the curtain. Yeah, which we've talked about before. Patrick is the one that is like reading these questions and compiling them. Yes. So if you sent a math question, Patrick would have time to work it out ahead of time. I would be learning about it on the day. So here's here's the thing. I am glancing at the questions as they come in mm-hmm. to see what kinds of questions we are getting because I'm curious. Oh, sure. Are, are you putting them into buckets? Not really. Oh, okay, great. I'm, I'm, I'm more or less uh, not... I, I'm seeing what the questions are and uh, going like, oh, we're getting some fun questions mm-hmm. uh, so that I, I'm not... Like, if we get to a point where... If we were to get to a point where it was like four dumb questions and that was it, I might call off the episode and then crawl into a cave and die of embarrassment. <laughs> this is thankfully not the case. We're getting a lot of good, smart questions that I think you and I will have interesting answers oh, to. Oh, great. This is a huge relief to me. But I have forgotten what most of the questions are. Like, I, I'm committing them to only short-term memory. This, that seems perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Because, look, we want to go into it frosty. We want to go into it fresh. We want surprises. So... Email us surprising questions, Nintendo Cartridge Society at gmail.com. We could use them. All right, Mark, we've got two games to discuss today. So let's get into it. Let's start by discussing Cuphead. Never thought we would see the day. We have seen the day. Cuphead, previously an Xbox exclusive, now on the Nintendo Switch. Pretty fun. It's a, a crazy occurrence, um, but it's, it makes a lot of sense in, in another way. <laughs> Explain. Uh, in that, Cuphead feels very much like a Nintendo game. Oh, interesting. To me. Do you mean like polished in its presentation or? I mean that, yes, that it is uh, overly concerned with uh, your experience um, just like seeing and hearing the game. Um, it, Obviously, it is on the opposite uh, difficulty spectrum to Yoshi's Crafted World, but looking at either of these games is uh, just its own treat, right? Just to see what is happening on the screen. Uh, the the place where Cuphead, like, you know, just obliterates Yoshi is that the music in Cuphead is phenomenal uh, from soup to nuts. Like, it's just, it's great. Uh, it's a bunch of, like, big band tunes um, and long pieces of music. Uh, and when I say long, I mean like two and a half, three minutes. The pieces of music that will sustain you for the whole battle, the whole level, whatever, without looping back on themselves, which is just super cool and uh, like fun. Notoriously difficult. Yes. I, I think like for me, for somebody who aesthetically the game looks super appealing, I love animation, that like old style of animation. Yes. It just seems like a really fun game to experience. But. On the other hand, it has that like attractive wrapping, but the game is known for being just like really hard. Yeah. Is, so is that your experience with it? Yeah. Okay. Yes. It it is very difficult, and I I don't think anyone could present it as not difficult. Like if someone is telling you that they don't think the game is difficult, uh, they're lying to you. To but is it sound a cool. frustrating kind of difficult, or is it occasionally? Like, okay. But it's uh, a. It is a, a kind of difficult that the, the game is, it knows how difficult it is, right? Um, so at any given time, you are, you know, a second and a half away from trying again. Um, and none of the battles, none of the, so the, the game uh, is 
let's go broader here. Um, the game is broken up into like three different kinds of levels, right? There are uh, like on foot boss fights. There are in the plane boss fights. And then there are run and gun levels where you are just on foot and there's like platforming and enemies all over the place. None of these experiences last more than three and a half minutes tops. Oh. So like, um, you know, at, at its very worst, you're going to get to the end of a three minute boss fight die and go back to the beginning of that three minute experience um so like you know every now and then i find myself like wishing i could kind of like save scum it and like set a restore point and like come back to it but then i'm like no i'll I'll get back there in a minute and it'll be fine um and you know the 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 game is also so well like the all the boss encounters are so well designed in that there is um a random element to all of them but it's all, it's like the, uh, their patterns, which they, uh, which they throw out, which you can like learn how to avoid, um, are deployed either, uh, randomly or like with a different random component to them. Like, uh, you don't always know where the platforms are going to be or, you know, whatever. Um, so that no two tries feel exactly the same, but you're using the same tool set. And like every time you play it, you practice it and you get better at doing it but it's ne- it's never going to be like uh you know battle toads right the the third level of battle battle toads notoriously difficult it is the one where you're on the little speeder bike um that is the same every time you do it and the only way to play that really is to have it memorized right and to know i have to be down i have to be up i have to be down i have to be up i have to jump i have to duck whatever there's no ducking in that i don't know why i said that there's no ducking when you're on the bike and you know that and i know that um i wonder if i could still play the speeder bike levels on battlefields like i wonder if my thumbs know it better than my brain does anyway um that's not what this is that there's always a component of um you have to be awake you have to be tuned into it and you have to be thinking about how to apply all the lessons that you've learned through your repetitions in this specific go at the boss. So I picked up this game. Uh, did you? We were both talking about like uh, picking up both of these games, Cuphead and Katana Zero. I will confess that I only picked up Cuphead. And I only picked up Katana Zero. Then we are both half as good as our word. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I... I I have been playing a, a a lot of Cuphead. I'm like 63% of the way through it. It has a handy little like counter um, to let you know how far you are in it. Um, but I, I do find myself getting occasionally, you know, frustrated by uh, what's happening and have to like put it down and uh, walk away and come back later. Are, uh, you said there are three different kinds of levels. Is yes. it like, do I, I, am I ask? I guess what I'm asking is like, do they go in a specific order where it's like, it, uh, each world is it broken up into worlds where like each world has one of each and it goes in the order of the run and gun levels and then the flying levels and then the boss fight no mark it doesn't <laughs> um <laughs> there are three islands in the game um and they each have uh you know a handful of different uh levels in them and it there's like an overworld map that you're uh running around on and every time you beat one of them, it opens like a different gate or passageway to another part of the island. Sometimes it's like a bridge over the water. Sometimes it's literally opening a gate. Sometimes it, you know, like collapses a little bit of mountain so you can like cross through or whatever. Um, and uh, they can be not approached in any order. 
but in many different orders, right? So like when you start, you have access to like three different uh, kinds of levels. One of them is a run and gun. Another one is, I think it's probably one of each that you have access to uh, right at the beginning. And um, as you defeat them, you get like different paths to the rest of the island where you will encounter these other things. So it's not like a total freedom, but it does, um, you know, when I, when I get to a new island, I know I've got some options that I'm not going to be stuck doing just the one level and not be able to progress past it. Um, but like, I don't know, it's, it's, uh, the game is not meant for like, sample this and then sample this like it really does demand that you like sink your teeth in and really try to like work your way through beating a level or beating a boss but can you if you wanted to like at after every death you return to the overworld or is there a way to go back to the overworld and you could be like i want to try this i'm just gonna try this other one yeah you can you can quit to the map yeah at, at any time but um like i don't there are none of these even the very first one none of them were i i've not beat any of them on my first try um that's just not how the game is is designed like it it wants you to feel overwhelmed first and then figure out a way to you know overcome being overwhelmed but is there like a cur a difficulty curve to the game even though like it's starting at a very difficult place yes so um i i am on the third island right now um and uh the First one of these uh, boss fights that, that I was doing, you're fighting a, a bee, right? Um, and it's a, a vertically scrolling level, um, and there's, like, boiling honey at the bottom, right? That's, like, <laughs> that's what'll kill you if you get too close to the bottom of the screen. Um, and this was uh, the, the first time that I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to, if I'm ever going to be able to do this. And, you know, played for, like, I don't know, an hour of just like repeated attempts and didn't beat it. And was like, all right, I'm going to put this down. I'm going to stop playing for tonight. Uh, came back the next day and was like, all right, let's get that second day. Like, you know, where you go into it and you beat it on your first try. I did not beat it on my first try. Um, and, you know, I eventually beat it, I think today or maybe on Sunday. Um, but like, there's some, yeah, it, there is a, a, a genuine um, curve. And then, like, the game also gives you um, the ability to purchase, like, different weapons and uh, different, like, sub-weapons. So, like, you can switch out between uh, the whatever, like, your main gun you're using and, like, a second type of shooting. Um, which usually just means, like, uh, that the fire comes out in, in different patterns. I've been kind of sticking to just the regular old pea shooter, just the straight line, um, because that's what I feel comfortable with. And I don't believe that it is... Uh, hampering my abilities maybe it is maybe i should be exploring all, all the different options and weapons that the game has to offer but like i don't know it seems pretty uh i i feel like i have all the tools i need to to approach everything i just need to get better at it it's something i'm definitely even though i haven't picked it up yet now yeah. that i have finished katana zero and we'll be talking about that in a little bit like i'm interested in picking up cuphead um katana zero is something like I guess any game that has like challenge or is difficult, what we consider like a difficult game, like the uh, Bloodborne game or the Dark Souls series, yeah, like that is it's all like pattern recognition, yeah, and just like failing and retrying something until you like learn the pattern of it, right. and so and even sometimes like 
learn-ish the pattern and get lucky. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. There's a lot of that as well. Yeah. But uh, the challenge of Cuphead really like scared me away from it. And so, but having, hearing you talk about it, it feels like, oh, okay, like it is going to be hard, but doable. Yeah. And I mean, the, the Cuphead, the, all the controls are, are totally, you know, remappable. You can change what buttons you use to do what. Um, but I find myself doing a little bit of a, a claw with it where like, I'm always holding the, the fire button, right? So um, I'm always shooting. And uh, then we'll kind of roll my thumb over because that's, that's the Y button. And we'll roll my thumb over to the jump button to jump while shooting. Uh, and then there's like the special attack button, which is a different face button. I believe it's A. And then um, X, the top button, is the dash. So I will hit those uh, X and A with my index finger <laughs> while, <laughs> while I am, uh, you know, using my thumb on, on the other buttons. It has a very, it, it feels to me like playing Mega Man X um, because there are so many times in Mega Man X where you are charging your cannon and you need to dash and jump where that's three different face buttons. How are you going to push those three different face, button, face buttons with just one thumb? You're not. Um, Kind of going back to our uh, conversation uh, on Tuesday about having access to multiple buttons on a fight stick, um, you know, because then you have a whole like hand committed just to that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's uh, like you do have to. Wait, are you saying the Cuphead would be easiest played with a fight stick? I think it is possible that it might be easier with a fight stick. <laughs> yeah, that you need like the, the more inputs. Um, I wonder. I have no way to test that <laughs> or, to, or to try it, um, but uh, it, it it could it could well be. Um, but my 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 point is uh, that like I've had to adapt um, like different physical tactics to play Cuphead. Um, but there's something very like fun about that to me. Um, there is also a a simple mode in, and I actually don't know what it does because I haven't tried it. My um, understanding is that it it basically I I don't know if it changes any of the mechanics within the levels or if it just removes levels and like removes boss fights oh i don't think so because um every time you go into a level uh or into a fight you can choose regular or simple oh okay so um i don't know if it i don't i don't, I don't know what it does um but if it makes the game any easier <laughs> um that that might be a, a a fun way to experience that it's also possible to play it in co-op it is possible to play it in co-op. I have not uh, done any of that yet. Um, I don't think Sarah would enjoy the uh, kind of challenges this, this game represents. Although whenever I'm playing, she stops what she's doing and watches and just tells me that the game is very charming. Um, and she is not wrong. The game is very charming. It's very well written um, in that it feels like uh, you know a, a cartoon from like the 40s or whatever. Um, and... I already mentioned the the music, but when you start the game, um, there's like a, a barbershop quartet uh, piece, a little song uh, singing about how Cuphead and uh, Mugman um, have gotten themselves in trouble with the devil. So it's all original music? Yeah, it's all original music. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's all original music, but it's um, smart in that it makes reference to a lot of other pieces of existing music. Um, and those are always like fun little things to pick up on. I was fighting this bird boss, um, and there is a, uh, a, a moment during the fight 
when it, the music samples because uh, it's got this like very like aerial combat feel to it. So it I don't know. It's just it's very smart. Um, what else is there to be said about Cuphead? I'm enjoying it. I will finish it. Um, and unless it gets so nightmarishly difficult that I, even then I can't, I don't, uh, well, it is difficult. That has not been a like hamper on my experience. Um, I'm not like I'm playing it because it's difficult. Um, I'm playing it because it's fun and it's difficulty has not prevented it from continuing to be fun for me. Um, Mark, are you ready to get into Katana Zero? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. How's Katana Zero treating you? So I I finished it. Oh. Or, okay, so I I finished the main story. Um, It took me probably about seven hours or so. Uh, it's not it's not very long. Obviously, like you could skip work one day and play the entire perfect. Game. Yeah. Um, but I or I, go to work and just play it quietly at your desk. <laughs> yeah. Also true. Depending um, on what you do, <laughs> if you're a surgeon, maybe don't do this. Yeah. Although, like surgery can be long. Right, but I mean, shouldn't your hands be in? Like, oh, uh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. That's, right. that's a great point. Right. Um. Yeah, I I really liked it. I really enjoyed it more than I think I thought I was going to. I went into it knowing pretty much only what uh, our friend June told me, which is like that it's kind of Hotline Miami-ish. And uh, what we saw in like the Nindy Direct where I knew I was going to therapy at some point. Right. Perfect. I didn't realize how much... More therapy in (laughs) games. Well, I didn't realize how much like the narrative plays a role in the story and kind of like explaining what you're doing and who you are um such as it is explained but uh there's a really interesting mechanic where in when you're having conversations with somebody whether it you're just like walking through the world to get to a level or at the beginning of a level or like the little vignettes that are between levels where uh somebody's talking to you and there's like a meter going across from left to right. And a lot of the times when they're talking to you, there's like, uh, I think, I think it's blue or maybe it's red, but within that like time limit, there's a really like angry response that you can give. That's in red. That's basically just like the, uh, essentially like a skip button. Right. So somebody's talking to you and they're saying something, you can just be like, shut up. Right. And then once you do that, they'll just like skip to the next thing. Or if you let it go past that, then other dialogue options open up. Interesting. So it's kind of like, how much do you want to get out of the world? Uh, if you just want to jump right into like the levels, it's pretty easy to uh, skip through the non-essential dialogue. And they also use it a little bit later in the game in a different way, but you... Uh, but we can talk about that a little bit because I yeah. feel like I'm t- I jumped to a very specific mechanic. You did. You did. Instead of talking about the game as a whole. Right. So basically, you play. I will hold my specific question <laughs> until we get past what the game is like. So you play as a warrior. Um, you're an ex-soldier, and everybody says like, "Oh, look at this dude wearing a oh, bathrobe." Like yeah. So you, everybody's like, "Oh, look at this dude wearing a bathrobe." Uh-huh. Uh But it basically looks like just like a um something like a ninja would wear or like a samurai would wear. Okay. And uh, 
you're an ex. So dude wearing a bathrobe, you're not the Big Lebowski. You're <laughs> That's not? right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Good. Uh, everybody. So you fought in a war, and but everybody that you meet who's a veteran of the war is much older than you are. Okay. And you are receiving like missions from uh somebody and they are giving you like a dossier and it's like your job you're an assassin your job is to like take out this person you live in a crappy apartment with like loud next door neighbors um and so every level is you trying to take out that person okay and it goes screen by screen each screen is like a little puzzle for you to solve because anytime you get hit once by an enemy you die and you have to restart because in the fiction of the world what you're doing is like uh you have the ability kind of to rewind time so you are like planning your moves and then when you make it through the level successfully without by killing everybody but not getting hit then they're like, yes, this is the one. This is like that'll work. That was this you is actually how you doing do it. it. Yeah. And uh, it's like everything's being recorded. Sure. Okay. And so uh, you have like a sword. You can jump. It's like very. And there are different enemy types that have, they have different patterns and different movements and different attacks. And so each level is like a puzzle with multiple routes through most levels. That you're like, okay, I'm gonna try to do this, and you have to. You can slow down time, and you're invincible when you roll. So like, okay, I need to like dash in grab this i can throw it at the guy but as soon as i come into the door this guy down here is going to shoot at me so i have to uh throw it but at the same time i'm throwing it slow down time wait for the guy to shoot and then roll so i can like deflect the bullets back sure, at him. yeah like all that kind of stuff um and so it's very cool because i'll be like beating my head against the wall where i'm like okay well i keep like going into this room and dying and i have to restart at the back at the beginning of this like section so oh well what if instead of like doing trying to take out that room that way I like go up and to the left and take out that one guy yeah, and there's sure. an item there that like changes like the dynamics for me it's really cool yeah um and it is it's like snappy at uh, getting you back to the, the the point where you like are starting the room again it is so when you when you die there's like a little dialogue that comes up like that's like oh no that doesn't work and then you then it begins to like rewind through your actions and you can press x to just like skip all that and right just like go straight back to the starting point so it is like it's like you were saying within cuphead you're like a second and a half from starting over after you die it's basically the same for Katana right. zero which is uh it's interesting that that's like a, a little bit the like medium point like i think about something like uh meat boy which is also or super meat boy i guess is the whole name i don't know why i was depriving it of the honorific of super um but that it has the the mechanic of like you die and you start over again um, and it does it so fast. Like, you know, Meat Boy, it's a fraction of a second. It's like maybe a third or a quarter yeah, of a second. Yeah, and Celeste is exactly the same way. Yeah, that. but both of these sound like there's like a little bit of, um, it wants you to, uh, you know, maybe not like feel the fact that you failed a little bit, but maybe maybe there is like a, a, an element of um, experiencing uh, the failure or the restart uh, before you get to go again. Because you do definitely feel it. Like, sometimes that, like, little bit of reset time, you're yeah. just like, oh, come on. I just want to get, like, right back in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, now I know what I need to do. Yeah. And so there's a lot of... So 
you go through a number of screens and a level, and finally you get to the boss. And usually, well, it's not even really a boss. That's not fair to say. It's just like the last person. Yeah. And you usually you interact with them in some way, uh, and you learn a little bit more about the fiction of the world or like why you're doing what you're doing or why, you, uh, because you don't remember your past very well. And sure. so you're a video game exactly. character. Exactly. So and former soldier, obviously, again, you are Cloud Strife, you've stolen your identity from Zach. Of course, yeah, we all get it. And so they're like saying something like, Oh, you want Kronos or something. And you're like, What is that? And then they die, they kill themselves, or you kill them. Right. Um, it's your job after all. And then at the end of every day, you go to therapy. And so every day is a a, a level? Pretty much, okay. yeah. You get like a dossier. You go, you uh, make it through the level. You get to the big bad at the end. And then uh, that's like the end of the day. And then you go to therapy. And the therapist is the one who like gives you uh, medication. And you have kind of a... Um, difficult relationship with a therapist, depending on how you play it initially. Sure, like that's there's, interesting. Yeah, like uh, because again, if you just slam the a like the select button, and every time uh, you're just giving like an angry response. Yeah, like the therapist loses patience with you really quickly. But in the beginning, I wasn't doing that, or at least the first time. And he was like, at the end of my session, I was like walked to his desk, and there was like a picture of his family. And he was like, "Oh, that's like my daughter, or whatever. Uh, they would, we would, they would love to meet you sometime, like all that kind of stuff." And by the end, you have a very like different relationship with him. Um, you always have a very different relationship, or you ended up having a different. Relationship I don't know because you started being like uh, short with him. I'm pretty sure in the fiction of the world, like uh, in the narrative, you you have to. There's no way for the narrative to advance, right? If you don't. So I got a very like uh, Black Widow vibe from uh, this game when we saw it in the uh, Nindy Direct. Um, that like you are being manipulated by the therapist into uh, like committing the crimes that you're committing, the uh, murders that you're committing. Y- yes and no. Like okay, well, the, we I don't mean have the, to, the, like, the narrative anything, like plays like a surprisingly large part in the game, like yeah. more than I was expecting, and they start to do really cool stuff with like that um uh like the mechanic where you're choosing your dialogue and if yeah. you like go if you respond really fast it just like skips there's a section i guess this is like a little bit spoilery so and it's one of the actually yeah i actually don't know if i should talk about it cuz you oh, might play right. this game yeah. and it's just like it it uh and i don't want to spoil it for you cuz it is one of the joys of the game is how they start to like manipulate those mechanics um yeah, i mean it it is uh, i don't have any uh so we're we're, we're not gonna spoil katana yeah. zero um just to put everyone's mind at ease um but it, it already sounds like the game is doing a lot to um present normal video game mechanics in a different way like that's already baked into the uh the way that death works in the game that it's it's uh, explaining or presenting you dying not as you dying but as you like thinking your way through a problem and being like no that's gonna kill me um just like in that movie where uh, uh joseph gordon levitt is the bike messenger premium rush is the name of that movie <laughs> um but uh that if if it's already uh presenting like video gamey things as uh 
you know, so, something different, then it would make sense that they would uh, treat dialogue options and like kind of jamming your way through something else sort of sort of the, with the same gravity. Yes. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, there are boss fights in the game. Not very many. I think there's maybe two or three. Uh, and those play out very differently where, again, that one is just purely just you just learn the pattern yeah. uh, of the boss and then you can take them down. But there are still like interesting mechanics within those boss fights. Um, the music is great. It's uh, kind of just like a... So the, the, the presentation in the game is like 8-bit, 16-bit, right? Yeah. like Is the music like that too? It or? is. Okay. It's like very like modern chiptunes. Sure. Um, each level has a different aesthetic. Like one time you're going to a prison to take out somebody. You're in Chinatown for one level. Mm-hmm. You're in like a casino or like a nightclub for another level. Um, a, the one thing I really appreciate in this game, especially in like the outside world, is the color palette. I thought was really pretty. It actually reminded me a lot of some of the like Lucas Arts point and click adventure games, or uh, mm. specifically this was a game. Uh, what what is it called? Man, I just played it. Thimbleweed Park. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, and by just played, I mean like two years ago. <laughs> but like uh, Thimbleweed Park, it it I don't know. Like the the palette is different than you normally see in video games. Like I felt like it had a lot of like pink and blue, and I liked that a lot. But like the the sort of like cyberpunk like neon uh, pink kind and blue? of or almost just like perpetual sunset. Okay, uh, for like some of like the outdoor levels and things like that. Um. Yeah, the music is really great. It's, I found it to be, chal- like, I'm not great at games. I found it to be challenging, but never frustrated. Yeah. Like, I always knew what I was doing wrong or, like, how I could do something better. Um, and it gives you lots of options to, like, try different things. So if you are stuck in one way, I, I never felt, and maybe this is just great game design, but I never felt, like, if I don't do it this one particular way, yeah. I'm never going to be able to get through this level. Um, which I did feel at the end of Celeste where I was like, I just have to make this jump this one way and I just can't do it. Yeah. I never felt that way in this game. Um, yeah, that, that, that is interesting. Um, and, uh, maybe something that, um, it shares with Cuphead actually. Um, and this sort of speaks to, you know, what I was saying about like the way that there are elements of Cuphead that are, are randomized, um, that it also doesn't have that same, uh, Celeste or, or Meat Boy quality. Super Meat Boy. Again, I am so sorry for leaving off the honorific. Um, but, like, you will never get to a point where you're like, well, I just need to make this jump, or I just need to hit it, you know, perfectly like this. Like, it's always going to, the the way Cuphead does it is that, like, the specific circumstances of this four seconds of the fight are going to be a little bit different every time. Um, and it sounds like for Katana Zero that there are multiple ways to uh, tackle an individual problem multiple ways to tackle an individual problem and also the uh the enemies they don't follow the same exact pattern every time you go through oh okay you know like one time uh you might trigger some other enemies to because they like see you or they see you kill somebody so like enemies that didn't track you down before like tracked you down stuff like that yeah uh I've talked a lot about the narrative, and I think they do some really interesting things with it. I do want to say that, like, I didn't find the narrative particularly satisfying in the end. And the way it ends on a cliffhanger, where you're just like, 
there is no resolution. Like, the sequel, the inevitable sequel is presumably the resolution to it, kind of left a bad taste in my mouth. And the only reason I'm saying that is that way, since I've talked about it so much, you don't go into this game expecting like right. to be blown away by the narrative because I, I found it to be a little like muddy and confusing and at the end, not very satisfying. Yeah. But like lost the journey was, is worth like, yeah, uh, whatever disappointment at the end. Um, and like tonally the game's like super serious, right? Um, no, it, it has a sense of humor for sure. Okay. Like there's a part where you're talking to a lady at a front desk cause you need to get into the place to murder somebody. And she's like, because you're wearing a bathrobe, and they're like... Because you're the dude. That's right. <laughs> and she's like, what are you supposed to be? And you have like a bunch of different answers. And the answer I chose was, oh, I'm like cosplaying. And she's like, oh, who are you cosplaying as? And uh, my answer was, it's not... P- in the game, it's not Pikachu, but it's like Pikachu or something like that. Sure. And she's like, I didn't realize he wore a bathrobe. And you're like, yeah, later, like in a later season, you haven't gotten there yet or something like that. Anyways, that selection uh, comes back later in like the dialogue. That's funny. Um, and I don't, and I don't think I had to choose that. So it's possible that if I had chosen one of the other things, that, that it would have dialogue would have been like, different. So it, it definitely has a sense of humor. It is overall serious, but it doesn't take itself seriously. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense to me. I mean, I, I, I think there is a a lot of room for a game that isn't necessarily telling a super satisfying story, but that it is telling story in an interesting way Mm -hmm. Um, that that may, especially because like, you know, we are always struggling with uh, stories in games, right? Um, That like the, the games that are like, no, we take storytelling seriously. You're like, okay, well then tell a better story. (laughs) Um, Or uh, you know, just like what it actually means to tell a story in an interactive medium like this. Um, and it's not always uh, satisfying, and I think that we are still learning what those rules are and how how something actually can be impactful or novel or whatever. It sounds like this is. Um, again, just to uh, bring it back to a comparison to Cuphead, um, Cuphead does have a few like you know cutscenes between islands, but I mean that's all just presented as non-interactive cartoon sequences. And there are no dialogue choices or, or anything like that. Um, and, you know, that is very true to, like, the spectacle of any of the fights. Like, the game just is, uh, it, it's uh, speaking the language of um, early animation. And, you know, it's not telling an inventive new story. Uh, in fact, you know, it's like dealing in a lot of tropes from cartoons of that era where, like, uh yeah you know they're they're stealing souls for the devil you know like it's all very like basic boring stuff um but because it is so uh just unique in the way it it tells its story i can kind of you can overlook the fact that the story it's telling isn't uh super compelling on its own yeah absolutely like katana zero is 15 bucks on the switch eShop. cuphead is 20 it's like a seven hour game if you're bad at games like i am Mm -hmm. um Totally worth it. Highly recommended. Cuphead we- is a million-hour game. <laughs> if you're bad at games like I am, um, but you say yeah. Katana Zero totally recommend. Hi- yeah, absolutely. Cool. Um, and I would say Cuphead is a conditional uh, recommend. You might get more uh, out of just like YouTubing um, the various like fights and levels and stuff. Um, and really, there's 
probably no substitute for like the beating your head against the wall. Um, but you know, like that's also just like another thing that's uh, fun about it is that like as you're trying levels over and over again, you get to see and notice more things in the background, um, or you know, the funny little animation of the little bee cop when you shoot him and he gets sad and like drifts away that like you can see him crying or whatever um that uh you wouldn't necessarily notice if you were just uh watching once um all right so those are our uh reactions to cuphead and katana zero mark let's close this out Okay, that's going to do it for this episode of Nintendo Cartridge Society. Uh, but look, we played these games. We played Cuphead and Katana Zero. Uh, did you play either of these games? What are your experiences with them? You can email us super easy at Nintendo Cartridge Society at, at gmail.com. gmail.com. You're doing it anyways to sign up for Sonic Forces and to send us a listener question. Right. Wasn't there another thing that we were asking people to email us about? Uh, uh geez this episode i don't remember i think it was this episode i don't remember about murder she wrote <laughs> look email us about whatever you want <laughs> it's all good nintendo cartridge society at, at gmail.com. gmail.com and remember please rate reviews and subscribe on apple Podcasts if you like the episode please share it wherever you share things facebook twitter instagram any social uh media platform it's all good. On Twitter, I'm at Patrick underscore Ellers. Mark is at MKE Mitchell. And the show is at Nin Cart Society. And we have a Facebook page, which is also just Nintendo Cartridge Society. Um, Olivia Duncan, Mayor Logo. Our theme music is provided by Ape at Betty. You can get more of his music by going to apeatbetty.com or by listening right now. From my co-host, Mark Mitchell, this is Patrick Ellers angrily pushing the button to skip the dialogue and saying thanks for listening. Campfire.